Let's get your book published, sharing the truth while giving you tips, tricks, and secrets about the publishing industry with your host, Nicole Gabriel. The U.S., a corporation, not a republic. Hey guys, Nicole here. So have you heard all this talk about the United States being a corporation and not a republic? Wow. Okay, so this kind of stuff has never been my specialty, but I'm going to do my best to explain this to you in the simplest of ways because, after all, we have been talking about the truth around here lately. So, in 1871, Congress passed an act that formed a corporation known as, in cap letters, the United States. The original Constitution drafted by the Founding Fathers read, the Constitution for the United States of America. Something also to note is that neither of the words United nor States began with capital letters. But the Constitution of the United States of America is a corporate constitution, which is absolutely not the same document you think it is. First of all, it ended all of our rights of sovereignty or power. Under the corporation, it can be said that we, the people, are more or less a commodity. We are owned by the corporation from birth till death. This same corporation owns all of your assets, your property, and even your children. I was told if I don't believe this, that I should read the 14th Amendment. I don't know about you, but I've printed off my own personal copy of the Constitution that I have been referring to far more often these days. So, what does the 14th Amendment say? It basically guarantees all citizens equal protection of the laws. It defines what it means to be a U.S. citizen and protects the rights of the people. In its later sections, the 14th Amendment authorizes the federal government to punish states that violated their citizens' rights to vote by proportionately reducing the state's representation in Congress. But the 14th Amendment also does something rather fascinating. It mandates that anyone who engaged in insurrection against the United States could not hold civil, military, or elected office without the approval of two-thirds of the House and Senate. So, no person shall take office that has previously taken an oath and has engaged in insurrection. And this includes the presidency. Before we go too much further, let me clarify this word, insurrection. It basically is a violent rebellion or an uprising against an authority or government. Did you know that silence, and ignorance for that matter, is construed as consent? And because no one rebelled against this in 1871, we have lived for 150 years as a corporation. In fact, the corporation is actually owned by the Vatican. What? The Vatican owns the IRS too? So basically, the Republic was tossed aside for a democracy. Of course, not many Americans are aware of this. The date is February 21st, 1871, and the 41st Congress goes into session at a vulnerable time in America and passes the act titled An Act to Provide a Government for the District of Columbia. 
This is also known as the Act of 1871. What does this mean? Well, it means that Congress created a separate form of government for the District of Columbia on a 10-mile square parcel of land. Our nation was essentially bankrupt in the aftermath of the Civil War. In fact, one might say this was a strategic maneuver with international bankers, the Rothschilds of London, just so you know, looking to grip the neck of America. Since the country was in dire financial straits, they cut a deal. When we refer to the corporation, it's often written in capital letters as the United States, and so is the altered constitution, the Constitution of the United States of America. It is not the same document. This new document is a corporate constitution that operates in an economic capacity and serves as a constitution for the government of the District of Columbia. And this corporate constitution does not benefit the republic. In fact, it benefits the corporation. Basically, Congress committed treason and went against the sovereign people under the Declaration of Independence. The word sovereign is important here. This means our freedom. We can all agree that the 10-mile piece of land in D.C. and the greed of the corporation has encroached into every state of the republic. But the corporation has no jurisdiction outside of D.C. But with the aid of the media and some fancy smoke screens and tricks, we would not know this today. In today's day, it's presumed that we know the law of our land. And well, do they teach any of this in school? Aren't we really kind of dumbed down even? So how about taxes and earnings and debt? Are you starting to see how one-sided this has been and why? We are all the beneficiaries of 150 years of massive debt without consent. And then in 1933, when people surrendered their gold, they surrendered more freedoms. Now, here's where it gets a bit trickier. The government, which was created for the District of Columbia via the Act of 1871, operates under private international law, not the common law of the Constitutional Republic. Private international law is only applicable within the District of Columbia and not the other states of the Union. So the various arms of the corporation are known as departments, such as the Judiciary, Justice, and Treasury. These departments all belong to the corporation known as the United States. They do not belong to you and me under the corporate constitution and its various amendments that operate outside of the Constitutional Republic. As well, the members of the Congress do not work for you and me. Rather, they work for the corporation known as the United States. This is getting pretty interesting now, huh? But wait. So, all of the committees and subcommittees that the Congress has created to oversee the various corporate departments, every single one of these that operates outside the District of Columbia is in violation of the law. The corporate government of the United States has no jurisdiction or authority in any state of the Republic beyond the District of Columbia. Whoa. Remember, you are presumed to know the law. But because none of this is taught to you and no effort whatsoever has been made to inform you, the facts have been hidden from you. 
So this also means that you are not entitled to anything other than what the corporation decides to give you. So the price to further enslave you? Perhaps you ought to be wary as we know nothing in life is free. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Because people are just not interested, preoccupied with life, or just plain lazy, they have become accustomed to the government thinking on their behalf. Treason was committed against the people in 1871 by the Congress. This could have been corrected over the last 150 years by an honest president, Congress, or the like, but it was not. Therefore, Americans have simply become the property of the corporation. And we have fought wars with the idea we are fighting for our freedom, but in actuality, we will not ever find that under a corporation. Think for a minute that you worked for some other large corporation, and your boss told you to go grab a gun and fight for the bottom line, and to get your paycheck. I don't think any of us would sign up for that knowingly. It's horrendous to think about the men and women that have died defending the fallacy of freedom. In fact, it honestly sickens me. We have fought for ideals that aren't true because no one bothered to tell us we are simply property. So the big question is, can we fight to restore the republic? That's the question I've been wondering for a while now. Now that I've been educated that we are in fact a corporation, you see, we can't be unlearned. Now that we know, we can't unknow. I personally look forward to live once again as we were told in the preamble of the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. May we never again be blinded by ignorance, lust, or greed. May we never lose sight of the freedom that was stolen from us. May we never again surrender willingly through silence. May we now go forward and prosper and into a great version of the people we were meant to become. May God bless America and may God bless you. Let me leave you with the serenity prayer. God, give me grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking, as Jesus did, the sinful word as it is, not as I would have it trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. As always, guys, I'm wishing you peace, love, and light. Check out our online book publishing program, Join our email list or earn a great income by signing up for our affiliate referral program over on our Let's Get Your Book Published.com page.